welcome to The Feathered Desert, a podcast all about desert bird feeding in the southwestern region of the United States. Welcome to The Feathered Desert, everyone. I'm Kirsten, and Cheryl is with me today, as always. And today, we're going to be talking about pesticides and birds. Now, pesticides and birds do not mix. They have a long and devastating history ever since humans have begun using synthetic chemicals. In this episode, we're going to look at some of that history. We're going to look at some current issues, and we're going to look at what we can do to help in our own backyard. As Kirsten likes to do, we're starting off with a definition of a pesticide. A pesticide is anything that kills off something that humans have decided is a pest. So true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They can be classified into insecticides that kill insects, rodenticides that kill rodents, herbicides that kill unwanted weeds, and fungicides that that kill fungus. Every kind of pesticide affects birds, usually in a detrimental way. Since the 1940s, the use of synthetic pesticides became more widely used and bird populations have continuously declined. Today, around 1 billion pounds of pesticides are sprayed into the environment just in the United States. Yeah, one billion pounds. I oh, that's a lot of. I was. Yeah. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, "That's that's so much." Yeah. Okay, so let's take a little history lesson and look at what brought our attention to the fact that pesticides that we were using in the environment were actually killing off birds. So some of you may have heard of or read the book *Silent Spring*. It was written by Rachel Carson. And this book brought attention to what pesticides, such as the organochlorines, were doing to our environment. It focused on a specific pesticide known as DDT. It was used to kill off insects on crops, and it was very effective. What we didn't initially know was the long-lasting devastation that these chemicals would cause in the environment. So all chemicals break down. Anything, whether it's synthetic or organic, they eventually break down. And when DDT breaks down, it leaves behind DDE. So DDE wrecked havoc on the lives of birds. Organochlorides are extremely persistent. um, They remain active for a long time. And they are fat-soluble, which means they can accumulate in the fatty cells of organisms that are exposed to them, and they will accumulate in your body over time. As I'm saying this, we're talking about birds, but remember, we are also, we also have fatty cells in our bodies. So we were also accumulating these chemicals in our systems. So now, of course, I'm sure you see where I'm going with this. Um, Birds that ingested insects that were sprayed with DDT or insects that ate crops that might have been sprayed with DDT, they didn't just poop out the chemicals. These birds absorbed them into their system. And then when those birds were eaten by other birds, uh, predators, hawks, things like that, or um, mammals, the chemical was passed on to them. 
So this is a process called biomagnification. And with each step, the contaminants become more concentrated. So all birds were greatly impacted, but raptors were affected most of all because they were consistently eating contaminated food. So remember, I'm a little sparrow. I've just either eaten some of this grain that has chemicals on it, or maybe I snatched up a bug and ate that. Well, now a hawk uh, comes by, someone who specializes in eating other birds, like maybe a Cooper's hawk, grabs me up and eats me, and then grabs up my neighbor and eats them, and we're all eating the same stuff, so we're all covered in chemicals. Mm -hmm. So that poor little Cooper's hawk is eating nothing but contaminated food. So they died, of course, <laughs> from ingesting the chemical, the smaller birds, but it was also passed on to embryos and eggs, causing them to never develop. So we've got these chemicalized everybody, and then I go to lay my egg. Well, now my embryo also has that because it's been passed down from my body to their body. But the most heart-wrenching side effect was the leaching of calcium from eggshells. Birds were laying their eggs with shells so thin that the, when the females sat on the eggs to incubate them, as they're supposed to, they were actually crushing their own young. That one always hit me hardest. It's so terrible. You're doing everything that you can to help your little chicks, and you're killing them. So because of DDT, many species of birds were pushed to the brink of extinction. But we did learn our lesson. Organochlorides have been banned from use in the United States, but reluctantly, other pesticides have taken their place. The effects of DDT were recognized almost 60 years ago, but today birds are facing threats from another pesticide. Chemicals known as neo, neonics, Neonics, correct. Are causing just as many problems as DDT. Neonics are a pesticide used mainly in the farming industry. It is sprayed extensively on crops. It is also used as a coating on seeds so that when the plant grows, it will incorporate the neonic throughout the entire plant. And who thought of this? It's great for the plant, but it has presented more hurdles for our birds. We didn't really think that through, did we? No. The neonics are especially devastating to our migrating songbirds. A research paper published in 2019 has shown that migrating birds that eat seeds covered in neonics lose weight drastically and delay their migration travels. In the study, white-crowned sparrows were monitored with radio telemetry. 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 Researchers found that birds that ate seeds covered in neonics lost 6% of their body weight in six hours and delayed their migration by three and a half days. This is a significant amount of time to delay, to delay, causing them to miss out on finding mates in territories, which can mean they do not breed for a year. Neonics affect the nervous system of animals that ingest the chemicals. These chemicals are also contributing to the decline of honeybees. Bee, the bees lose their ability to navigate back to their hives and eventually starve to death. Neonics may also be harming us. 
These pesticides are designed to remain in the plant for the entirety, entirety of their lives, which means that the produce from those plants also have neonics in them. Studies are currently, go, are currently ongoing about how these pesticides affect humans. Gee, maybe they'll figure it out before we die of it. Oh, goodness. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. Ugh. Okay. So now that we've talked about the bad stuff, what can we do to help? Well, we can start by looking in our own backyards. Um, if you are a gardener or you have friends or family that garden, you typically take pride in how lovely it looks, as you should. You put a lot of effort into it. But there are a few small things we can do to help curb the reach of these chemicals. Here are some tips from the American Bird Conservancy on how to garden responsibly and still get your beautiful blooming flowers. So first of all, we want to avoid using the neonicotinoids, what we just talked about, anything that's a glyphosate and a carbaryl pesticide. All of these are synthetic pesticides that will stay around forever. And of course, you want to avoid anything that says it is a systemic pesticide, just like we talked about, anything that will stay in the entire system of the plant. Number two, some of you are going to weep at this, but weed by hand. You do a little bit at a time, but weed by hand. Number three, you can use DIY pesticides. A mixture of diluted white vinegar, salt, and dish soap is a great way to rid your yard of weeds without using synthetic chemicals. According to Lawn Love, which is a great little website, you can make a large supply for continued use by combining a gallon of vinegar with a cup of salt and one tablespoon of dish soap. Put this in a spray bottle for easy use, and then you can store it in your garage. Number four... You can prevent weeds by sprinkling corn gluten around your established plants. Huh. I don't know what it does about the corn, corn gluten, but it prevents the weeds from growing in your garden. Number five, you can get rid of weeds near the pavement by pouring boiling water on them. Of course, as an aside here, do be careful not to, to splash it back on yourself, but that boiling water will get rid of those weeds that are along your driveway. Number six, use organic insecticides that use essential oils to combat insects. And I found a great company called Jonathan Green, and that's all they do is do uh, insecticides that use or essential oils, and they have in all different forms. It doesn't have to be a spray. They have stuff that you put on your lawn that you spread out like little granules. Number seven, and I know mine and Cheryl's absolute favorite method is to plant native plants. These plants already know how to combat insects and are best suited for the area in which they live and in which you live. And they attract native birds by offering them what they need to survive. And we have talked a lot about native plants. So check out some of our earlier podcasts where we talk all about the native plants for the Phoenix Valley. And that's it. That's not too bad, is it? No, I don't think so. Another way to help is to let local, state, and federal agencies know that you are, you are not okay with these chemicals being sprayed on our farmlands. 
The EPA and the FDA have the power to ban the use of these neonics. Other countries have done so, and so can the United States. With all the political craziness going on around us, we often forget that we have a voice. But don't forget, we do have a voice, and we can make a difference with votes and petitions. Yes. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening and helping our backyard songbirds. Cheryl and I do have an announcement. This is the first episode of our last 10 episodes. We will be ending the feathered desert. I think I can speak for both of us by saying we've had a wonderful time writing and producing this podcast, and we have learned a lot, and we hope you've learned a lot as well. So stick with us for our final episodes, though. Don't leave too soon.